millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bored of the non-stop Leicester fest. Whoopty bleeding do. Don't give a deli alley about Spurs. Oh, look at me, look at me, I'm good at football. Looking forward to finding out where Burton actually is. Oh, it's up there, is it? Then enter this once-in-a-lifetime competition to be on the Norwich City Relegation Bus Parade. Witness up close the faces of disappointed players, sad managers and angry fans as we travel around the inner ring road. Worried about the threatening abuse? Sure, there'll be death threats, but they'll be directed at the players, not you. Concerned about getting injured or even dying? Well, don't. The bus will be able to withstand tons of sharp debris, toxic fluids, and anything else the local knobheads can get their hands on. You'll have rotten fruit. I'll give you a clean shit, you f- Shoes. Defend this, you bunch of w- more shoes. Miss Chance, you won't miss this, you And where's Houlihan? I've just been thrown at a bus. Finally, after eight hours or until the bus is damaged beyond repair, the tour will finally end at Wes Houlihan's house, where the squad will hilariously film their muted celebrations, where relegation is finally confirmed and post them on social media. Right, no one leaving until I find out who ate all my fucking hula hoops. All you have to do to win this amazing prize is text the answer using the code God help us all to the following question. Why, guys? Seriously, man, why? The relegation bus parade competition. The wheels on this bus go down and down. The Norwich City relegation bus parade doesn't exist and will not be a thing. We haven't even given you the number. Who the hell's just texted in? Wesley's got your number. Wesley's got your number. Hello and welcome to the 28th ever Little Yellow Bird podcast. Today we have a very, very special person with me, and I'm not talking about Dan for once. Go on, do, 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 do your Dan thing. And it's Dan. We have the voice of Norwich City, Mr. Chris Gorham. Hello, everybody. Wow, it is his actual voice. He was not putting it on, which I always thought you might have. I was a bit worried that I was, I was going to speak before Dan then. I'm glad Dan has said something, because that, that would seem wrong to come in and, and, and be on the podcast, his own podcast before Dan. To be honest, when I look at Dan, I do think of the word wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Dan, uh, so far, I'm, you've I'm turned your microphone off. It wasn't on in the first place. It was. <laughs> there you go, now talking to it. Hello? There we go, that's well done. I'm going to keep it in. No, it's good, perfect. Oh. People love that shit. <laughs> so, we've got lots to talk about. Yes. Should we get on with it? Well, tell people what we're going to talk about. Do people know what they're going to talk about? We've got Chris Gorham with us, for God's sake. It's going to be interesting, and it's going to be about Norwich City. Go on then, go through the bits and bobs we're going to do. Uh, well, we're going to talk about Arsenal game. Uh. We're going to ask Chris whether we're going to get relegated. It's uh. all down to Chris. We might talk a, bit, a little bit about Leicester, but uh. we might get a bit sick of that. Uh, then we're going to talk about Chris, and he's going to spill the beans on everyone. He said, you did say you were going to spill the beans, didn't you? Some, a, a bean. A bean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we're going to do your top ten tweets, uh, do a little quiz with Chris, and talk about Man United game next Saturday. And then we're going to play your song, your brand new song. That sounds like the worst podcast I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I'm going to press this button now and it's going to play a song. So what should we do first? What do we always do first? Home and away. Let's do it. City games a carol And somewhere that's not Norwich Home and away We'll have our say 
So, um, we didn't have an away game. Nope. Yes, we did. We didn't have a home game, sorry, because they stopped us from playing and let Newcastle have three games. And instead, we had to go to Arsenal and beat them. But what did we do? We lost. Sad, isn't it? Dan, why did we lose? Ooh. Well, it was one of the, another one of those frustrating games where we played quite well. Yep. We essentially limited a very good team to a couple of shots. We created chances ourselves. But like all season, we didn't take those chances. And we let them take... Well, they did take their one chance. One good, uh, one good strike by Danny Welbeck. Was there only one different. shot on target? I think there was, A couple, Chris? wasn't there? Yeah, I think you're, uh, from Alex Neal's point of view... That the game plan worked perfectly, didn't it? Yeah. If you forget the fact we lost the game, <laughs> the idea is you go to Arsenal, keep them as quiet as you can, make sure they don't get too many shots at your goal. We did that. Yep. Try and hit them on the break, have a couple of chances, the best of the game even. We did that Absolutely. two or three times. Yeah. But we've, we've got this the same old problem of, of not being able to mm. just finish off the chances. It was Redmond this time. So I don't think Alex Neal could have done much more, to be honest, on, on Saturday in terms of the game plan and, and it working. But when we're saying that and still ending up on the losing side, that probably says a lot about why we are where we are. I suppose it's worked, it worked at Old Trafford yeah, uh, and it worked at home against Man City. And it, against the big teams, it is a dangerous game to play. And it but worked in some well ways, this was probably our better performance. So I was going to say it worked really well against the West Ham game as well because look where they are. Yeah. If we always think on West Ham, they're like mid-table. They're not. They're pushing up for, for Champions League this yeah. year. So it worked really well against them. I found... Yeah, this was probably our better... In terms of creating chances, against Man City, I don't really remember too many. And at Old Trafford, we essentially took our two chances. Whereas this time, Redman had a couple. And then at the end of McCarney, when that brilliant tackle at the end. So we, we did well going forward, which is why it was more frustrating. I think, it, yeah, I think it's one of those games where if that had been October or November, we'd all be sitting here being very bullish about Norwich yeah, City. Absolutely. Saying, oh, look, look how close we pushed the, the mighty Arsenal at, at the Emirates. We're, we're, we're definitely going to stay up this season. But it, it reminded me of that, that, that nil-nil draw we had at Chelsea under, under Neil Adams that, yeah. the last time in the Premier League, where in isolation, it was a very good performance and on that, on that occasion, a very good result. But when you're in the bottom three, you kind of need a bit more than that. And I... I spoke to Russell Martin after the game and to Alex Neal as well, and, and they both said to us that they don't think Norwich's job of staying in the Premier League has got any more difficult as a result of last weekend, but I think it has, unfortunately. Well, I, I, they've got three games instead of four to it. get seven yeah. points, is, which yeah. is what they probably need, isn't it? Well, Newcastle have had a lot of games, but they haven't massively pulled away, have they? They had three games before they, we, we played. It was only two yeah. points away. I mean, that's the only thing. Like another thing, we didn't win for about 170,000 games, wasn't it, <laughs> in the middle of, of the year? Yeah. And we still didn't kind of get sunk, to, you know, sink to yeah. the bottom of the league. It's so frustrating. It's been such yeah. a weird season this year. I just think one little run of like four or five games like we did and get us out of it, we could have, we'd be up where, where Bournemouth and, and, and Watford are. Yeah. And what a place to be that would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is where we were under Lambert and where we were under Hewton in, the, in his first season, essentially, yeah. which is spending the last few weeks of the season maybe missing a few games, not bothering watching because there's other things to do. Yeah, but it, you're right. It, to, to have a run of 11 games or whatever it was at the turn of the year without winning, uh, usually in most seasons, that would see you cut the drift and, and you'd be pretty much championship already. Norwich have gone through that. They've had been given so many other opportunities like Sunderland, like Swansea, like Crystal Palace, the games recently, to go and win and pull away from the bottom three. They haven't taken any of them. So you could argue if they're not going to take all these chances, then they probably deserve to go down. But here we are a couple of weeks from the end of the season, still in with a chance, a yep. chance that's getting slimmer, but still a chance of, of staying up. So yeah. having gone through all that, maybe we should be optimistic that we, we can do it. But if we've missed all the previous chances or the, and not taken the previous opportunities... Why should it change over the last couple of weeks? I just want us to get to the last day of the season. How good that would be. Just like a Fulham-type yeah, yeah, scenario. This, this would be fun. Because I think under Adams, we were relegated mid-week as well, weren't we? Yeah. Someone else played. Wigan yeah. played. No, I can't remember who someone played. And this next Wednesday, we play Watford, which could be us down as well. And that would just be a bit depressing. Is If we're going to go down, I'd like to go down in style on the last game of the season. That weekend, I was in Turkey on holiday. And they, oh, just really quickly, there was a show suddenly started, and then everyone took their clothes off on the show. <laughs> what? And then I, I got a video of it. <laughs> I haven't. Was that re- like a relegation party? Yeah, it was. I treated it as a relegation party. So I walked away with a smile on my face. What about you? Uh, I was in the Lake District then, but oh, no yeah. one's interested in that. <laughs> no one got naked. Who no you, one got naked. It was too with? cold for that. Uh, I was with the next girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Do but uh, do where were pick? you? You were commentating, <laughs> so I imagine. Are you talking about the Fulham game now, or...? 
And no, the Arsenal. No, the last oh, time we went, oh, yeah, the last time we yeah, went down. I was, I was commentating. Um, yeah, and um, that it was one of those uh, two nil. Yeah, but mm. it, I think it was one of those where mathematically we could still stay up, but we needed a eighteen goal swing <laughs> or something on the last day of the season. And yeah. those are those are interesting games to commentate on because with with Norwich over the years, you're so used to uh, everything being on edge and games having plenty on them to suddenly have a a depressing dead rubber at the end yeah. of the season. It's yeah, it's it it, it a very different feeling about it. We're going to it. talk about it a little in a minute, but the Leicester game. I didn't want them to to win. Yes, I wanted it to go to the last game of the season. Yeah, like, I like agree. Yeah. That split screen thing. You like yeah. oh, looking at which one's going to who scored a goal and it changes that and they the massive roar in the, in, the, in the other in the other stadium. Etc. We'll talk about Leicester. But, you know, everyone's going on about the best game, best season in a long time sort of miraculous Leicester City win rubbish and we we may get relegated you know and that's that's it makes it somehow worse isn't it we've not joined in in one of the greatest Premier League parties since it's since you can't enjoy it since, can you yeah. with, with Leicester City it's been a tremendous story and I know from a, an Orange City fan's point of view you can't help but be quite a lot jealous uh, <laughs> seeing a team Leicester a, a team who've been very much like us you know down to League yeah. 1 for a bit up in the Championship for a bit yo-yoing around between the two divisions and now suddenly there they are winning the thing with two games to spare similar size city re- you know yeah. similar size stadium there's yeah. a little bigger but essentially very much on the same level aren't they can you hear that story that Alex Neal said about Nathan Dyer oh yeah said, why do you want to go to Leicester yeah because we tried to what, sign him what, and he what? decided to go to Leicester instead. Did he even play from this she- season? He came on on... Did he? I, yeah, I don't so. think he started a game, no, but he the, um, he scored a winning goal in yeah. one of their games early on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could swap him for Bamford if we own him, <laughs> but we don't. That's why, no, you spoke to Russell Martin after the game. Yeah. Isn't it Johnny Helson usually comes out after defeats? It's traditionally, Johnny Helson. traditionally, going back over the years, that, that has been very much the, the, the Russell Martin job. Right. To come out and talk after a... You know, either a heavy defeat, an embarrassing defeat, or a significant defeat. We have heard from him a lot over the years. <laughs> We've noticed the changing of the guard over the last, well, over this season probably, when it has tended to be Johnny Houston. So we're wondering whether it, next time the Norwich captain's armband is up for grabs, maybe that's the way it's looking, maybe that's part of the training. But no, Saturday, right enough, Russell Martin was back out again. So Good man. all is well with the world. But yeah, it's that's, I feel so, I shouldn't say this because. It's you can, Chris. Just say it. But I do feel a bit sorry for them when they've just played oh. in a game, yeah. and played their guts out, and been beaten, and then they have to come out and talk about it. Yeah, you don't really know where to start with them because it's. Of course, they've. I've got it, some ideas for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trouble. Rubbish. That's rubbish. And you, yeah, it's always. So that Cameron Jerome. Then. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about him then up front? And what do you think, Carl Lafty up front? It's got to be, isn't it? <laughs> come on. And you'll know this, Dan, from all your your experience interviewing cricketers and whatever else. It's have you that, done that for? It's that first question, isn't it? And you have to try and gauge the mood and say, right, d- does this person really want to be here talking to me? Are yeah. they going to do this properly? Or, or are they going to want to deck me? Yeah, yeah. is this going to be a minute and a half and job done? <laughs> yeah. like, Depends how he always seems like he's on a very even yeah. keel. He, his mood doesn't change what, whatsoever, does Who's it? Who's that, sorry? Johnny House. Yeah. His, his, his tone doesn't change. Like, oh, no, we lost 14 nil, but he's, he's making me want to cry as well. Yeah. Uh, but he'd be the same, yeah, we've won 6 nil, but... Um, We've got to take the positives from it. <laughs> well, we've lost 14 nil, but he seems like a lovely fellow, Johnny Hanson. Do you ever yeah. count the errors while you're in- interviewing? I, I don't, but I know that it, <laughs> sometimes we do try and edit some of those out, and it, and, uh, <laughs> oh, it, well, it can take a while. <laughs> yeah, do you think Johnny he's aware Hanson. of that? He's oh, erring, I, I, mean. I love uh, it. As uh, he would say, uh, <laughs> po- po- possibly so. That's one of, it, one of his other nice. phrases. He probably but doesn't care, does he? I, c- I cannot play football at all. So why should Johnny Hanson Absolutely. be in front of a yes. microphone? Why should we expect sports people to be able to <laughs> I, talk yeah, fluently I, and articulately I, all the time? I, I can't play football fluently or articulately, <laughs> so why, why should they be able to do them? Yeah, no, absolutely. Chris, do me a favour. Yeah. Next interview, <laughs> yeah. can you ask... Um, so, Alex Neal, um, Tony Andrew wasn't on the bench again. <laughs> Any reason for it? Is that injury or tactical? <laughs> I, I need this question answered. You, do, do you think he may be, have been the missing ingredient? I think season? so. Yeah. What, what are you basing that on? The, not, the, not the glorious hat-trick he got against Hitchin or Galston in pre-season, wherever it was. We were there so for Galston, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a day, that was. So yeah. you, you're basing the whole Tony Andrew... I'm basing on the report that came out that he's the next Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> that yes. came out yeah, well, yeah. they did say they did, that yeah. didn't they I think that yeah. was on our show actually yeah, wasn't it, it Hamilton yeah, player it was, or it was one of the uh, it was one of the Hamilton directors came on to, to Radio Norfolk when we signed him and he without any pressure from us he described Tony Andrew as reminding him of Cesc Fabric yeah. <laughs> and as soon as he said it I thought 
Oh. Is that in that he plays football and has use of all I of his limbs? <laughs> well, how, how drunk was this man? I think <laughs> unless he, he knew what, what was going to become of Cesc Fabregas this season. That's he, true. Yeah. He maybe wasn't going to hit the heights. Uh, great. Okay, so relegation. Are we going to get relegated, Chris? Oh, don't ask Or are we staying up? Um, you always get annoyed when I ask questions yeah. like that. You okay, go, yeah, you're right. I do get annoyed. Yeah, if you had yeah. to make a prediction. Oh, that's even worse. I don't know. Are we going down? Yes or no? If I had to make a prediction, I'd oh. say yes. Yeah. yeah, I think. Well, Newcastle are going to beat Villa on Saturday because who would lose to Aston Villa this season? It's oh, <laughs> a weird so, season, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Newcastle so won at White Hart Lane. Yeah, so. let's work on the assumption that Newcastle beat Villa. Absolutely, that puts them five points in front of Norwich. Yeah, so we're going to need to win two out of three. Yep. at least easy. Watford will Ooh. be. You would think would be one win. Well, we win and two draws, goal difference. Yeah, but then you've got Sunderland as well. Huh? We haven't even yeah. to them yet. <laughs> so we're going to need to beat Watford. I think that's taken as red. And yeah. then can we beat either Manchester United or Everton? We can. Will we beat either Manchester United <laughs> or Everton? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be interesting? That's the only double we can do this season. Is United. Is United. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd I've be, said for about that's three or four to take months away. now that we're going to do the double over United and get relegated. That'd be something to take away, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be, it'd be like a little party bag of the worst party you've ever been to. Yeah, with all the grease coming through the bag. Yeah. yeah, and it'll be spoiled by the time you get it home. Yeah. And then in years to come, people look back at it and say, "Oh, it was that Manchester United. Yeah. If it wasn't the one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're going probably then. Uh, I'm. I, you know, all season. I'm putting words in your mouth. All, there, right? all season, <laughs> I've been convinced. I mean, Norwich are going to stay up. I've said it all season. I've said we'll definitely finish above Bournemouth. We'll definitely finish above Swansea. Those are my cast iron guarantees yeah. until the day we lost to Aston Villa and that's the day that everything changed for me it was the day that was a landmark day in the season because we, we sat there at Villa Park and watched Leicester play Manchester City and beat them 3-1 on the TV beforehand <laughs> and that was the day we had to say do you know, maybe Leicester can do this yeah. and then we watched Norwich City play Aston Villa and thought maybe Norwich can't do this <laughs> and that, that, was a, that was the pivotal day in the season for me I had no doubt that we'd stay up until that day and what we won twice since then haven't we, we yeah well, one? No, twice, one twice since, since then. then. Yeah. John? I haven't drawn enough. We actually said the very, very similar things, Almost, actually. Almost, yeah. I did think for the EDP and you did think for the Little Bird, but both saying the same thing. We just haven't drawn enough. We start, because 10 of our games, we've lost by one goal. Yeah. And just that, you know, you think about losing at Leicester where Ryan Bennett could have just stuck his leg out to clear the ball. Against Liverpool, Arsenal on uh, mm. Saturday when Redmond had two good... I mean, he did okay with them, but yeah. two good saves, but two good chances. Can you remember the West Brom game at home earlier yeah. in the season? They just had one chance, and back, back stick, goal, yeah. and that was it. And they but didn't do anything else the rest of the game. You even go back, I think, to the, the second home game that Norwich had of the season when they played Stoke. Stoke. Yeah. And they dominated. The they had a fantastic had. second yeah. half. Yeah. And they, they, they ended up drawing it. And I think yeah. the Norwich defence has understandably come in for an awful lot of clog over the last couple of weeks. Mm. You know, Tim Closer, since his injury in particular. But when you're not scoring at the other end, when you're, you're missing the amount of chances, it, it doesn't give the defence any margin for error whatsoever. We've seen no. that, haven't we? You mentioned Leicester. If, if Norwich could have got themselves in front in that game... Then Jerome had a chance in that yeah, game. Yeah, he, he did. And what, countless games where we've missed chances. And then that doesn't give the defence any margin for error yeah. whatsoever. And again, you look at Saturday's game. If Redmond takes one or, or even both of those early chances, yeah. you can afford Welbeck scoring and still win yeah. the game. It's, or even a draw. I mean, yeah. to change 10 of those uh, narrow 1-0 defeats, change four of them into draw, three of them into draws and our yeah. fate's still on our own hands. You, know, you can't do that though. Well, that that's against the rules. <laughs> Can we not lodge a complaint? Can we not do that? Did you see that um, Bournemouth have just been see, received like a seven and a half million pound fine for being over on financial fair play? Yeah. That's, that's points deduction for me. <laughs> that's ten points away. Ten points. What does that mean? We'll come second bottom, so it won't make any difference. <laughs> They're still above us. Oh well. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, right, should we? Go on then. We'll move on. on. Go on then. What are you going to do next? You tell me. You, City, got, do we want to talk about Leicester City? I, I don't want to. Because I, I listened to the scrimmage right, I'll just sit when you talked about and you said that you were a bit tired of Leicester yes. City, which I thought was a little churlish. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, Have you changed I like your mind? Or are I'm you glad they won, but I, I'm worried about Norwich at the moment. Yeah, you're right. I, you ev- you I see, see everything through... Chris Gorham says that John think, was right. I think everyone. you see everything through, through, through Norwich City, don't you? And you think, right, if Norwich are all right, and if Norwich are doing well, then you can enjoy other people's successes. But I think... It probably does come down to jealousy for me and the fact that I've seen us pretty much be on a par with Leicester all the time I've been supporting Norwich and suddenly yeah. they're up there and we're not. And you think, oh, come on. But I think it's just the... 
I tend to not like not to like things when they become a bandwagon. Everybody jumps on them, and every week you hear people talking about Vardy and well, oh, doesn't Kante work hard? As if they're the first person that's ever said yeah. it. And you just, you just <laughs> said that loads, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. You begin with it, it's fine. But and then you just think, oh, come, all right, we know now, and they've done really well. And actually, I have come around to the idea now of it. It's it's a fantastic story, and well done, Leicester. But <laughs> call me envious or jealous, whatever. <laughs> Well, what I'm going to say, I'm going to put 50 quid on them going down next season. You know what it's like people, when teams get into Europe? They, they focus on that too much, straight down. They're, four, they're seventh favourites to win it next season. Seventh? Seventh favourites to win it, 40 to 1. Champions of England are seventh favourites for next sixth. season. I've got a feeling, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. That's <laughs> that it? Done. There well, we go. Yeah. Well, the that's, just what, that's just the most astonishing story. The, yeah, it, and the, to Since it, cool runnings, obviously. Put, and put it more into context. If, you imagine if last summer everyone was, was saying that Norwich needed to sign a centre-half. If we had gone out and signed... Both or either Robert Hooth and Wes Morgan, yeah. the fans would have gone. Oh, they're just no, abs- they wouldn't yeah. they, though. Absolutely, I, especially think, Wes Morgan. He was awful yeah. last year. Yeah, I think the one thing that Leicester have got over Norwich, well, several things, but the biggest thing, and people have talked to Rich uh, about rich owners and all of that. To me, it's the it has, it's having a good scouting network, isn't it? You, you look at the mm-hmm. players they've got for you know, transfer Kanto, fees, especially. transfer fees that Norwich probably could have afforded. Yeah, but they've gone and, and found the talent, and that's the biggest lesson. We always yeah. talk about money from owners. We talk about managers. And what they do, but it, it's that unknown that, that how the, the scouting network works that, that is the, the real lesson from this. We I did think. get Tony Andrew though, so yeah. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. only a million quid, only a million quid. <laughs> well, we well, just really, really quick to go back on what, what Chris was saying. Can you remember when we were up for signing? Um, oh, I had his name a second ago. Just escaped me. The Stoke striker. Well, Striker, yeah, John, John Walters. Yeah, I mean, and people were going crazy on on social yeah. media about yeah. oh, what are we signed there for. We've got gone for two million quid. And he I probably think would have scored more than it, five Premier League goals. He scored more, a lot more than Naismith has probably, or and, yeah. and done more. He knows Hulan and Brady's. Probably would have linked up okay with Brady's. Don't start getting technical on me. For well, from yeah. I, playing for Ireland. So oh yeah, yeah. It would have been a decent signing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I wanted to at the time. Oh well, yeah, mind. Say, John. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Should we move on? Gone then. What are we going to do? Do I do tweets? Let's do tweets. And then, okay, and then we interview Chris. Wow, he's going to spill that bean. The bean, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to do the, 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 the song? Yeah, do the song. We can't afford real music. No, okay, so what, we, so what we ask is we always do, if Norwich is lost, and it's always a loss, so Arsenal's a song, which song will it be? Ten, ten, ten. We've, I've left the last three and you'll decide the winner. Chris. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Pressure. Yeah. Right. So in at number ten is The End, but they're all quite gloomy, by the way. <laughs> you surprised me. <laughs> they're all very gloomy. No one's really gone for any amusing... Uh, amusing uh, one's still the end. So David Bly at David K. Bly has gone for the end by the doors. <sighs> Next one <laughs> from Giles Hine. Slash your wrist. Slits sliding away oh, by Paul Simon. Yeah. Can I, before you carry on, is there going to be some Morrissey or Radiohead before the end? Ah. There's no Morrissey because <laughs> okay. we've banned, banned Morrissey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both big fans. Oh, yeah, that's, it. that's why yeah. we banned it. Uh, number eight from Alex Murray is This is How It Feels to Be an Orange Fan. That's rubbish. In spiral Carpets, but yeah. I like the Spiral Carpets. Who is that from? So, Alex Murray. <laughs> uh, Mark Moncrieff. <laughs> Joking. Uh, Don't Tell Me It's Over by Blink-182. Bit of positivity there. Don't Tell Me It's Over. Nice, I like that. Yeah. Well, bring it to the top. Uh, Colin Anderson. It's the end of the world as we know it. Oh and I God. feel fine. Because oh. we get to fuck on Ipswich next year. <laughs> uh, bring it on, Dan. Uh, we like to relegation party by the Venger Boys. Are we at number ten? I'm oh, number three. Number five. Oh, that okay, was. Sorry. We like to relegation party. The Venger Boys. Can I just nice. say, I've just, you've uh, as somebody who works for the BBC, I think it's the first time <laughs> I've ever been near a microphone and, and somebody's somebody's <laughs> dropped an f bomb. Something very hot in here. Like the professional. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that when you're used to working <laughs> for the BBC, I'm, I'm uh, suddenly. Got I wondered why you gripped my hand. Yeah, then something <laughs> got very hot in here. You, you carry on. It only went for your hand. It went for my. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, actually, when <laughs> since doing this podcast and a few times, I don't know if you found this, where I've done the scrimmage with mustard, and I've got yeah, to, got to remind, remind myself, yeah, don't swear, don't swear, yeah, don't swear. Yeah. Uh, and you said like a big tits. red sweary button. I can't. Did you, you say tits on, on mustard? I'm I did sure. by accident say tits. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. What, we I was with you. Yeah, we I? did it together. Yeah. And I went. <laughs> then I forgot we're on television. As well. <laughs> uh, that, that came across well on radio. You. Just oh yeah, I did, a, I did a, what you did. I did a little yeah. wink to the camera. Yeah. Touch my knee as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very close sofa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, five. Bring it on down. We like to relegation party. Uh, John Punt or John fucking Punt. Oh, God, Sorry, Chris. It's gonna take a miracle. 
It's a gunner, as in the gunners. Gunner. Denise Williams. Yeah. And now the top three. Denise Williams? Is it Denise Williams? No, I don't know. Denise Williams? I don't know. I, did, I didn't fact check it, to be honest. Uh, so the top three, you get to choose the Here winner. Here we go. And we named the podcast after the winner. Yeah. Right. Tim Stevens, at Tim Stevens 88 has gone for While My Back Four Gently Seeps. <laughs> you like that that's one? Quite good. Yeah, it's yeah, very good. Nice, should yeah. go for the doctor for that one. Uh, Anita Byrne Phillips, Lost Cause by Wellbeck. Beck. By Beck. Oh, the Beck yeah. Song. Nice. Wellbeck. Yeah, like uh, Kevin Goodson, at uh, Kevin, Kelvin Goodson, sorry, uh, with Radiohead about to do a new album. Oh, yeah, well, one good. of these might be apt. No surprises. High and Dry. Exit music for a film, just, as in you do it to yourself, Sulk, In Limbo, and Down is the New Up. So he's essentially <laughs> named seven Radiohead songs there. Oh, that is so interesting, isn't it? Not, not, to, not to sway anything, <laughs> but I've only got a certain amount of characters I can type. <laughs> so before yeah, seven iTunes just, <laughs> just brings yeah. down. But just for the yeah. title well, of the podcast. I, I can't go for Radiohead because Good. I'll tell you why. Um, Rubbish. Th- three or four weeks ago on, on the scrimmage we had... Are you familiar with Gavin Drake? He's a, a, a lovely bloke, Gavin Drake. He is somebody who, who works for the Mindspan, the company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. He deals a lot with the power of the mind. Does he work with Paul McVeigh? He does work with yeah, Paul McVeigh. He, he came in and, and spoke to us on, on Radio Norfolk, I think before the Man City game, about how the fans all... The benefit of the benefits of the fans sticking together on match day and how that wasn't a cliche and the effect that it could have on the team. And by the end of the hour... I was sitting up straight in my chair. I was feeling a lot more positive about Norwich City. I was thinking, this bloke's right. I walked out of the forum, down onto Gentleman's Walk, to hear a busker playing Radiohead songs straight <laughs> after. <laughs> Genuinely, as if, as if it was like in Father Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't go with Radiohead. I think it's got to be while my back four, is it? Gently, gently seeps. seeps. That's clever. Yeah, yeah. nice. Like That's that. Tim Stevens. Well done, Tim. Chosen by the voice of Norwich City, Chris Gorham. Congratulations. We've got seeps in our title. We're okay That's with okay. That? We're okay I with that. I did change yeah. the back door seeps, and that was awful. Remember? Oh, oh yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. Uh, well done, Tim. And thank you for everyone who's uh, joined in again. Go on, then. Three more of those. Oh, oh, that's sad, isn't it? That's a shame, isn't it? Should do something different next year. Yeah. If, if, if we're allowed back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you still want to come around my house and do this silly thing we do. That's what I'm sorting about. Yeah. Uh, so, should we interview Chris now? Go on, then. Put your serious face on. Oh, oh shit. As well. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work on radio either, really, yeah, doesn't it? Uh, we're not on radio, by the way. <laughs> no, we're not. That doesn't work on the internet. No, eh? podcastery. I think yeah. it is. Go on then. You're the, you're the you're the proper journalist, remember? What should we ask, Chris? Uh-huh. When did you oh. start <laughs> <laughs> doing the? Not doing sure the, I have yet. <laughs> doing the commentary. The commentary. Like, we were trying to remember earlier. I started doing my f- first ever Norwich commentary. I did was a pre-season friendly, and you'll, I'm sure you'll all remember this one. Norwich played here in Veen. Oh yeah, three-one, oh. wasn't it? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> oh, nice try. Four two. Uh, no, it's a draw. One one. Oh, uh, oh that, one. that one. Um, the, pl- the players all went off for a thunderstorm because it was a pre-season friendly. Oh, oh cool. wow! It no, was, it's not cool because he's got no, a fill. No. Well, he likes cricket, doesn't he? So yeah, that's this is right in his. Yeah. Do they bring so, the covers on? <laughs> so I was left. Yeah, my first Norwich City commentary. I was left with nothing to talk about. Oh, the players wow. all went off. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what you call in at the deep. End. How long did you have to fill for? Uh, it felt like it, it felt <laughs> about twice the length of this podcast, but it was it was only about ten fifteen minutes. I think. Oh, that's a long time though. But um, did you commentate on the? Are the lightning's coming down I was, now. I commentated on everything. Nice people going to the hot dog stand. Yeah, everything, everything got commentated. So on just that like day. a test match special. Yeah, it was Exactly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that, but um, I loved it. I've never been any good at playing football, uh, and I mean really bad. So, I'm where was your position? Uh, if you had I a position, know, goalkeeper, I never, I never, they always get picked. I last. didn't even get in the school team. Right. This is my. Well, you went to Sprouston. That was, that yeah. was a, that's a big could, school. Yeah, a big school. Yeah, with the, any school that's got more than twelve people in, I was ne- I was never <laughs> going to get in the team. But, and it's I realised that. Bench. No, oh. no. This is a this, you're, this is my inner turmoil. <laughs> yeah. so, so you were that kid. Then, I was right? that. Yes, I was very <laughs> right. much that right. that kid. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Did you used to turn up to school games and commentate on them? <laughs> No yes. comment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I noticed you've both backed your chairs away since I said I was that kid at school. But so I always knew if like if you if if you need to do do football for a living, it's not going to be playing it. So I thought I'll yeah. be a bit nerdy and watch it and collect stats and oh, collect stickers and things like that. Actually, why I got into writing. Yeah. Oh! What's happened? Shit. What? What's that? Well remembered. Sorry to do that. That's the best thing you've ever done, Chris Gorham. Is it? Yeah. So, sorry, me and sorry interrupt. Me and Chris chipped into it together and bought you a birthday oh. present. <laughs> All right then. 
Happy birthday. Thank you very your much. birthday next thing. Oh. God, I, I had a whole routine about this. <laughs> You've just interrupted the voice I know, of Norris. I'm so, so no, sorry, no, Chris. No, it's, uh, I'm so, so that's sorry. That's the best reaction I've ever had. I so. know. Look wow. at that. Oh, awesome. Save me. A new Oh, God. Have I just... You have. Oh, Ooh, you got loads of these as well. Because no. you said that... You yeah, just said that. collecting stickers. I'm so yeah. sorry for now, interrupting. I, I so did. John, and clearly not Chris, no. but John, <laughs> has, uh, <laughs> has bought me a Panini Euro 2016 Panini sticker book. Happy birthday. Which is outstanding. Thank you very much, John. And this sticker oh, is Tim Closer in it. And that's sad, actually, because he's going to be injured, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. No, the, the Tim Closer sticker is slightly ripped. <laughs> <laughs> very quite, good. Couldn't quite fit his nose in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Little Wes. Where's Wes? Oh, this is, we've lost this him This is bad yeah. podcasting. Now, now, can I... Now, I you, you, this do you do this? No, earlier on, you, you said... When I was at school, I was that kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I think doing collecting stickers as a grown-up, you have now become <laughs> that grown-up. No, <laughs> it's, it's the grown-up I, mean. I always wanted to be. It's a bit. Yeah. I've never seen him smile so much. No, I know <laughs> this is a worry, isn't it? Go on, open quickly. Open one packet. Okay. Choose that one. This is, this is proper. This is this is, this is what you're missing. This out is Wesley Hooland. Do we just do I win a prize? If this, tell you what. Before you, before you is open Wesley Hooland actually in this packet? <laughs> before, before you open it, if Wes Hooland is in that packet. Norwich are definitely staying up. Oh my god! See this. This is this is the way the genius. It's going to be every single. Who have we got? Okay, any shinies? For Jack start? Wilshere. Oh, oh, England. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Diego Costa. Oh. <laughs> Michael McGovern. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Hamilton, academical player. <laughs> nice. we're probably nice. the closest <laughs> we're going to get. <laughs> Tony Atno. Tony Adams. And yeah. Andrew Piatov. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, last one is Ukraine it? and. D- Danny Welbeck. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Just when you think he's not going to appear, Welbeck comes on and scores everything. How many many stickers? 600 something? Uh, Many. 600 stickers. And we have to. The last one is the chap who scores the goal against (laughs) us and to send us probably down. Extraordinary. Thank you very much, John. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, I'll get playing with that later. Oh, and, and you've ripped what, it a little bit as well. What I'll do is you have, forget you, about it. You, you've torn Danny Welbeck. Oh, it's like that time I threw a tennis ball at the TV when we lost 1-0 to Sunderland in the FA Cup semi-final. <laughs> I threw it at their goalkeeper on television through anger. And you cried, didn't you? I did. Uh, no, I don't think Was I cried. Was that the 3-0 one? I cried, <laughs> or I cried after we were relegated by Leeds oh. uh, in 95. Anyway, back to Chris. Sorry, I'm so yes. sorry. For, that, no, that no, was that the best was, thing you've yeah, ever I've, done. Because I, I, I had a whole routine about that, about me chipping in and Chris chipping in. <laughs> stickers it took me ages to wrap that up as well. it sounded anyway. like you were in pain I know I was I wonder what was going on yeah. yeah. so have you heard uh, the commentary when David Gower gets a shoe put on his oh. um, a chair <laughs> put on his foot by Nasser Hussein we're not talking he cricket. yelps in pain we're not like talking cricket just been shot la, 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 la. Uh, it's, the, it's the, look, just still light at the time we're recording this is in the evening. We're, we're in our cricket mood now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. there we this go. Is, this is and how we've all got our whites well, on as well, haven't we? <laughs> this is how we deal with... Uh, our whiteies on. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we deal with the end of the football season, isn't it? Yeah, precisely, like, yeah. We get over Norwich we, City's problems you, you, by watching cricket. Hmm. Do you like cricket? Yeah. Oh. Can we talk about that? No. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to watch a test me. match special? Oh, no, right. So, well, our next thing we're going to do... Oh. Are we in, uh, no, let's, no, no, this is interesting. So, well, you... Yes, obviously, someday, but... Um, they only s- don't look at me like that, Dan. <laughs> they only seem to employ people who've actually played cricket. Um, no, they do. Don't I re- they, yeah. refer you back to my earlier point about my <laughs> sporting career. I think that is a door that closed a long time ago. Oh, that's a shame. Exactly. Match of the day said, "Chris, we need you. We need you to start taking over from that um, Jonathan Pierce chap. Are you coming?" What are you going to say to is, <laughs> is, is Lineker in his underpants? Yes, <laughs> yes, always. Okay. And Lawrenceson as well. Do, do I want to associate myself with <laughs> See, that? I would th- I would, if I was in your position, I'd go, no. I would go watch Norwich every season, would every you? every game. Would you? How good is that? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Championship, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. League um, One was fun. Yeah. How, how Was League One harder to commentate? Yes. Yeah, I bet it because was. Because. Who the hell is exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> Research. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No YouTube. No. no. Number it's seven, two. Oh. Yeah, it is. The, from my Jimmy point with of view. the thing on the back of his. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, from my point of view, being, and I, being in the Premier League from a commentator's perspective is really easy because, yeah. oh, there's Aguero. Yeah. And there's, you know, all the players <laughs> yeah. straight away. But have, yeah. Can I ask, in League One, maybe the championship, have you ever... Th- Forgotten who the player was and said someone's name just to get through it. Uh, no. Well, well, just assuming that people won't be watching. No, so. no, I've never. I've, oh, I've, I've not. Yeah. I've, I've, I have got it wrong many times, but <laughs> never on purpose. Right? <laughs> Do you, cor- you don't correct yourself. I don't remember you. No. Well, yourself. no. You, you, yeah. It's like the Sunday apology. It's like very small on yeah, the, on the yeah, piece. Yeah. Of <laughs> Most of it you can get away with because if uh, the, the, the problem you've got is if you if you say a goal scorer and you've got that wrong because then people will notice if it's just a pass that's gone astray in midfield then I find it's best not to draw attention to your, your shortcomings <laughs> yeah. uh, so you've been voice radio Norfolk Norwich City <laughs> and that's with a few with a, with a, with a you can't even say voice <laughs> don't know where I was going with that I was just trying to think of a question it's a good question you can tell I'm a journalist um, yeah a uh, few, few managers Norwich managers yes I mean I've heard that Paul Lambert was Difficult to deal with. He's no. He's not, looking. No, not, no, 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 this is no, disappointing. Like, that's not the beat. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 that's not the beat. Well, so who has it been? Who was your first bean. manager? Oh, here we go. My, my, the first manager that I, I did a couple of Bruce Rioch interviews. Right. So you're going, yeah. And then from then on, really, Hamilton, uh, Nigel Worthington. We used to go and do the press conferences. The weekly press conferences used to be in Nigel Worthington's office. He'd sit one side of his desk and you'd sit the other. And, and then when it came to interviewing the players, you would go off into the literally into the players' canteen and just talk to whoever you wanted. It's not like that anymore. And that sounds like now, an entirely different era. <laughs> and now it's you are out in, the, in a porter cabin in the car park and if you're lucky, they bring somebody to you. That's nice. But that's the way it's gone with sportsmen and yeah. footballers. So. Who, who's, who was the uh, techish of the managers then? Who uh, gave you the most I'm, trouble? I'm going Rhoda. Uh, yeah, spot on. Mm. Yeah, but Glenn Rhoda. But always in quite a comical way. I've, <laughs> I've always... I quite enjoyed Glenn Rhoda's spell as Norwich manager. Not so much for the football, but for the unpredictability of what he was going to be like afterwards. Because a dick? He was... He, do you remember there was a game at Bristol City that we lost... Yeah, a very late him and Lee goal Clark of, kicks off. Yeah, it was a mm. bad to say. I think they got a free kick that he didn't think should have been given, and, and from it they scored in the last yeah. minute. And he, when he came out to do his interview afterwards, we were waiting by the, the tunnel, and he made us walk all the way towards the corner flag, away from everybody. And and he <laughs> just, and the Bristol City stewards were looking at us, and he said, "Yes, yeah, I don't want this lot to hear what I'm going to say." <laughs> and, he, and he was, but Glenn Roder was a fascinating bloke. He. When you, if you got the chance to talk to him about football, he was really interesting to listen to because he had an amazing career. You know, coaching with England yeah. under Glenn Hoddle. But it's when you scouting with Arsenal yeah, Wenger as well, tr- wasn't he? And some really interesting ideas about football and how it should be played. But when people then turned the the conversation towards his team, something sort of seemed to click in him, and he became a bit more defensive, a bit more right. a bit more of the Glenn Roder that said, "Oh, I must have missed your stint as England manager yeah. to a fan at an AGM." That yeah. was the, that was the Glenn Roder talking about his team. Yeah. But if you could get him off that subject and about football in general, he's really really interesting bloke to talk to. Coach, genuinely. not a manager. Yeah, then, really genuinely interesting. It's always kind of like an us and them with him, I found. It was like us as a team and them as the fans. Yeah. It never kind of... Yeah. I think Lambert was very good at that. We listened back to some old commentaries and interviews with with, um, with Paul Lambert and he always used to talk about the fans. Yeah. I think Alex Neal's been asked by the club to talk more about the fans over the last month or so because he never mentioned it and then he started mentioning it every single week about how important the fans have been and waving their bits of plastic and cardboard <laughs> around the place. <laughs> What, what's Alex Neil like to do with? Great, he's uh, uh, what you hear with Alex Neil is is what you get. I, he doesn't his demeanour doesn't change whether they've won or lost. You 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 tend to think you're you're getting honest answers from him as well when you ask him a question about how the team was played or why a player wasn't playing. Nine times out of ten, what he says makes sense, and you you don't think you're being you know let up the garden path and just being given the the, the answer that's been stock cho- answers. Yeah. yeah, so I've I've got a lot of time for Alex Neil, and I think the fact that. Norwich are in the position they're in and have been in a relegation battle for a while now and yet there's been no great turning on him no great feeling against him I think that says a lot for him because you boys will both know that whenever in our lives whenever Norwich City have been in this sort of situation before 
the manager has taken all yeah. sorts of clog. Worthington, yeah. Chris Hewton have really struggled in these situations, but th- there just hasn't been that against Alex Neal. And I no. think he, I think partly because of what he did last season, and I think the way he is with fans and his honesty after games, I think mm. people really appreciate that. Yeah, mm. I do. I know yeah. as a fan. That's the one thing we always talked about. We went to a little um, Q and A with him, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, and he was just really impressive. Well, as, I, think as that, a chap. I think those things are so important. I think it's. I hope that clubs, uh, not just Norwich City, but all clubs, do things like that because I think. What, what we get across from a manager, you, you hear maybe a three, four minute interview after a game and that really isn't enough to get a, a, a and it, it, they're usually at times when temperatures are running high and they've done five or six interviews straight after a game and something's just happened. So they're not really themselves. They're, they're, they're just talking about that game. Yeah. I think when you go to those supporters Q&As and you hear a manager talk in the middle of the week in general, I think you find out a lot more about them. And I think, I think, that I just, I think, Managers and chairmen and players who do that, I think they, they benefit so much from it because fans get a genuine picture of what they're and like. When we went to Alex Neil thing, the biggest thing I took away is even if you disagreed with some of his decisions, he explains them so logically, you understand why he's made certain sort of tactical decisions, etc. And that's it. I think when you interview a manager after a game, that's what you want from them, just an yeah. explanation. Whether you, to me, I don't, I don't see myself as a sort of Jeremy Paxman figure who, <laughs> if I think Wes Hulahan should have played, I'm going to say, why didn't you pick Wes Hulahan? Why didn't you pick Wes Hulahan? Yeah. Until he answers the question. Yeah. I think it's my job to put those sort of questions to him, let him explain... And then if supporters listening agree with him or don't agree with them, yeah. that's interesting. But yeah. I think it's important to let the manager have a chance to explain what he's done mm. rather than going in all guns blazing. And Absolutely, and yeah, and rather saying, than getting feisty know, with him because yeah. you never get the better answers that no, way no, anyway. No, exactly. Just wait to do the Tony Andrew question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll save that up for the end <laughs> yeah, of the season. He'll be on his knees <laughs> yeah. by then. Cool. Should we... Do you want to do it or should we leave it? The quiz? Quiz. No, let's do the quiz. Okay, then. Yeah, good well, fun. We've got a quiz, This then. is Dan and John Uh-oh. versus Chris. Versus? Versus. Oh, yeah, well... Okay. You answer all questions. We're not messing around. Here we go. Well, Chris Gorham cares because here comes well, can I, John versus Dan versus Chris. Can I do, you know, the, the big story this week has been about the SATs and um, parents pulling their children out of schools if they don't agree with their children uh-huh. being put under pressure. Oh, I haven't heard that. Can I just ring my mum and ask her? <laughs> <laughs> she, might, she might think this is too much, but she might, she might um, yeah, take on, me She out. might know the answers as well. <laughs> she might do, actually. Yeah. Can I get, just get one Phone a friend, phone a mum. She might say, yeah, I don't, don't want my little boy going through this. <laughs> no, is it difficult then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. But you've yeah. got to get ten points. Ten points from, being from five questions. Five questions, yeah. They've got Don't a, tell a me po- Newcastle already got 11. <laughs> <laughs> He's quick, isn't he? So we've got, we've got, I can get three, two or one from each question. All right, okay. Here we go. Mm. Okay. All so these, it's a guess who, essentially. It's a guess who. All these... Oh. And you've got any, is yeah. it Tony Andrew? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Every single Every question. Every single one is Tony Andrew. <laughs> so basically, you only, you only answer, when you know the answer, yeah. you can give it. But as soon as you get that question... As soon as you give the answer, that's your only chance. You can have one chance well, okay, for every yeah. question. Can you tell Chris who the theme of it? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're working a theme. There's a theme. Yeah, There's a theme. Yeah. Co-commentators. Oh, commentators, okay. commentators, commentators. <laughs> can okay. I, can, is it co-commentators in general? Or no, or no. For me. You're you. my co-commentator. Mm. Yeah. Okay. His date of birth, I'm joking. So, <laughs> the first one is, he once played for Connecticut Bicentials. Right, okay. He's not answering that one. No, I'm not definitely not answering that one. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all played for... Yeah. I've, I've give, I said he. Else. I've given it away. Now. I've given it away. <laughs> um, he's won the FA Cup. That's Greg Downs. Two points to Mr. Oh. Gorham. What was your third? He joined the police. Oh, yeah. yeah. The force, not the band. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nice. Two, two points. points. Next. It's a good start. Yeah. You're, you're, for, yeah. you're, at, you're well, getting toward the 40 points. I'm above Aston Villa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he left Norwich... Oh. On my brother's birthday, December the 10th. <laughs> what year? <laughs> oh, God. He left Norwich on December the 10th. No, I'm, I, that would... No, go on. So, well, that, that gives it away because it wasn't during Windows. Yes, it was mm. just, yeah, mm. from, yeah. No, he's not going for it. No, I'm not. Uh, I do... I know the year, but this one might, next one might help. He received death threats <laughs> from Norwich fans when George Burley tried to sign him for Ipswich in 2001. Oh, Yeah. Is that true? George Burley tried to sign him. Not Darren Eady, is it? It is, is Darren, Darren Eady. Yeah. Well, he tried done. to sign him from Leicester. Well, well, he wouldn't have points. gone there, would he? he no, would no, 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 no. Um, My go. 
But, oh, and the third one was made his Norwich debut against Vitis Arnhem. Of course, it was. Of course. Um, Is your uncle really from Leicester? You no. said that on Twitter. Oh. My, my grandmother was from Leicester. Oh, really? Yeah, I've oh, gotten so in. I've, all, I've always liked him, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Dining out on there. Yeah, yeah, you are wearing the Leicester shirt yeah. Yeah. over your cricket white yeah, exactly. that we'd already established yeah. you were wearing. Okay, it's so back on the quiz because important stuff. Sorry. Number, <laughs> number three. So it's like four points. Four, four points. points. Good yeah, start. Good. Yeah. He broke Mark's, Mark Swartz's cheekbone. Dean Ashton? Three points. Wow. Straight in there. Oh. And he's other because he, yeah, he made his debut against Trinidad and Tobago. And he scored an overhead kick for West Ham this season. Oh, in the t- that testimony. Yeah. She's yeah. Gone f- oh, no, you would have got that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's... Oh, he's le- what's that? Oh, I can't count. Seven, Seven points. Seven. Okay, next one. <laughs> he was awarded <laughs> his <laughs> testimonial against AZ Alkmaar. In 1999. Yeah, that was, I tell you, that no. was Daryl Such. Oh, oh, shit. He's better than that. Well, no, no, you have to... You, 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 you spend a lot of time with him, I suppose. Yeah. And also, we do have a, quite a limited pool of summarisers. <laughs> if you hadn't we told did struggle. Me, yeah, if you <laughs> hadn't told me, this is about summarise, I might have struggled yeah. there. Yeah, uh, Suchy. Yeah, you, the other two, he gave the way, ball away to Mark Hughes to score the winner against Old, Traf- uh, Old Trafford in 1993. Mm. And he scored the winner against Aston Villa. In 93, oh, 94. So, we, we did say you had to get 10 points. You actually have to get 11 points. Oh, so, you right, have to yeah. get one point <laughs> in this last about, question. Apparently, I was, was 5,000 to one at the start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, here we go. This is it. This is so, oh my God, it's right. tense. Can you do some music? Boom, music. Mm, Don't do no, it. It's weird. Bombing. Okay. He once, there's three, three points. Three points. He once asked Dan for directions to <laughs> Newton Flotman Village Hall. I, I think I might have told you this, actually. I think you have. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it suddenly popped into my head. Yeah, I think you have, but I can't remember who it was. Okay, good. N- number two. Are you going for that or not? You do know, don't you? Neil just, just play. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's your fault. You've ruined this. How long did it take me to write the second one? It's hours. It took a long time. What was the second actually? one? Let's pretend I didn't say that. He once sat with John at Dunstan Hall and talked <laughs> boxing, which John knew nothing about but still tried to join in. I would have got it from that. Yeah, I thought boxing. you might have. Yeah, he likes the boxing. It gives a wave, doesn't it? I can't remember where he went for the third one now. Who did we buy and sell to and from, uh, from Oldham? Oldham. Oldham. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. He's good, oh, isn't he? Yeah. He's got quick one liners. Well, I only, I, I've just answered some questions about. As you say, people I spent a long time on yeah. motorways with. So. We should have slipped to Rob Butler. Oh yeah, but that was it. We, oh. we, could, well, we need some. We need one hilarious story from about either all the people we've, we've given you. So one hilarious story yeah. about, about asking or something so. interesting Give about the those bean. five. This is, this is, I think this is this the is bean. bean. This, this oh, is the, where the bean's this building. Is the bit that I have, so it's got to be about one of those people. Has yeah. It? Let me think. Or if you're struggling, just an interesting story. An interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have. A, I'll come back to you. Like everyone's like like as you're driving along like. Chris, I cried last night. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, we've, no, no, I've never got that oh. intimate with, uh, with summarisers. You know, it's we're, we're we're British men. We just we talk about you know motorway networks and. Does anyone like fall that. asleep on the way back? Yes. Oh, who who's the who's the biggest? I can't sleep in a car. I cannot. Or on a train or a plane, can't sleep. Oh, I get travel sickness in the Do back you? of a car. Yeah. Who's who's a, who's the quickest sleeper? Rob Butler. Oh. Yeah. Snoring? I can imagine. No, 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 he no. doesn't snore. No, he's a, yeah. Yeah, he's a considerate talker? sleeper. He's not a talker, not in his sleep anyway. <laughs> he's something. But he does. <laughs> he does. He does, yeah. But no, it's, uh, it's, it is surreal, as you can imagine, when, you know, similar age to you boys growing up mm. watching these people, yeah, and suddenly yeah. you're but responsible for driving them around <laughs> yeah. places. It is a bit odd. We, we, uh, just talk about, we were backstage at that Tales of the City thing. I was yeah. saying to you, I can't, but I felt so out of place. I wanted to be in a different room from <laughs> yeah, like, we all did, these people. We didn't feel like we fitted in there no. quite, did we? It was, bit, it was surreal. Yeah, it was weird. You, d- you don't quite uh, get past that fanboy status, do you? Mm. Particularly no. when it's players that you remember growing up watching. Mm. You, It's a bit... Embarrassing to know what yeah. to say to them, and that's, that's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? It's hard, it is. I suppose it's hard to not just talk about football all the time, yeah, well, yeah and ask is. them football questions yeah. all the time. Oh, you get that now when, if on the odd occasion, if you're out and about and you bump into a player in a coffee shop or in the city, it's and you, they only know you because you've interviewed them at yeah. football, it's, mm. and you can't say, Oh, you know, well played on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like what it is quite hard sometimes to yeah. sort of, out of context break, break the ice with carry a microphone around with you, <laughs> put it in their face. and it shouldn't be like that, should it? Yeah, it no. I, we, I did try and join in one conversation about them trap, like you and Roberts had just, just got back, went, Oh, traffic, are you in? He went, Yeah, that was it, <laughs> so joined in. And then you went back to the playoff yeah. final goal. Exactly. I loved yeah. it when you scored that goal. <laughs> Is it true your teeth come out? That sort of thing. There we go. Can I, can I ask, yeah. uh, has there ever been a co-commentator so, so bad you've never asked them back again? <laughs> Without necessarily having to naming names. Been, but 
Do you know, I don't think there has. Right. No, I don't think there has, um, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good. <laughs> we did have to, I will tell you a good... Uh, the, the best co-commentator story I've got from this season yes. is... Go. And it, it goes back to the, the win at Manchester United. So it was a rare, mm. a rare highlight from this season. Yep. Now, we had... Brian Gunn. Brian Gunn booked yeah. in to do that game because Brian Gunn now for those that don't know lives in that part of yeah. the world so um, due to the unique way the BBC is funded it's very <laughs> handy for us to get people who live near the ground yeah. so they, you know, we don't have to pay for their train or whatever cash in hand so sort of thing. Brian Gunn booked in <laughs> Old Trafford yeah. he, he's going to do um, Manchester United versus Norwich with us uh, the week before the game I get a phone call Brian Gunn's um, number flashes up which again is quite odd Brian Gunn's yeah. ringing me and um he, he says, oh, look, Chris, yeah, I'm afraid I can't do the game. <laughs> and I thought... Oh, he's got impressions as well. Yeah, what else do you do? These people. And, uh, and then he said, but it's okay, I've booked you a replacement. <laughs> Brilliant. And I thought, okay. And uh, he said, I've got you Darren Beckford. Oh. So, so we, the, re- the oh. reason that Darren Beckford did that game with us, I'd never met the bloke, never spoken to the bloke, but he- Brian Gunn just phoned him up and said, look, I've accidentally double booked myself. Oh, Can wow. you cover for me on the co-commentary? And um, who am I to say, actually, no, we don't, you know, I don't know whether he's going to be any good. I don't know what he's like. I never, yeah, but, so we, we had the, this really unusual situation where we were in the press room at Old Trafford and Darren Beckford walked in. And of course, he knew he was looking for us, but didn't know who we were. <laughs> we had to sort of go up to him and say, are you, are you, yeah, you are Darren Beckford, aren't you? Yeah, oh, you, I'm working with you today. And, it was, and he was great. And uh, so I'm, we, actually, what, I think he, I listened to, yeah. I might have listened to that one. He was, he was all right, wasn't he? He was brilliant. He was, he was, he was really absolutely good. brilliant. And yeah. Have you had him back? The, not since. That's because he's not, based up no there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no reflection on him. But it was... <laughs> I, yeah. I love Darren Beck. He, he was my era. That was my first ever proper... Yeah. He spent a lot of money on him. Nearly we did. He was our record signing. Yeah. Nearly the same money as Tony Andrew, I think yeah. he was back. And What's he up to now, then? He, that's a good question. He's, he does also, he works for, um, with sort of young people for a charity, I think, in, okay. in the greater Manchester area. Okay. He's a, he, he's a top man. Yeah. And it was, but it was one of the, again, just, how do you end up working with Darren Beckford? We're going to get Darren it? Beckford on the, on the podcast. We should do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't know how, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Do you, I got asked on to do the Canary Call after someone had the, you did. Had the scripts, oh, you're I right, think. you did. Yeah. Oh, Drew Broughton. Was it? That was yeah, it. I we had never him. remember. He Drew was, Broughton. He was another one. This, he, <laughs> this is another one where he is not, a, a, and he won't mind us saying this, he's not a, a Norwich City player with a, uh, particularly legendary status <laughs> no. but he does sound like he should have been in Neighbours doesn't he <laughs> but he did one game with us at Cardiff last season it was terrific such a good analyzer of a game such a good um, so we, is that yeah, the 3-2 yeah the one Norwich won yeah. 2-0 down 1-4-2 yeah. he was fantastic 14, yeah. um, and then we booked him again for the Fulham game uh, a few weeks later and yeah he phoned me while I was on the train to the game <laughs> saying well we don't need to go into too, many, too much detail <laughs> about why, why he was unavailable so yes Dan you got the call to yeah. fill on on Canary call That's so great. you are the only one who's never been called back because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that reason <laughs> I'm talking about digging yourself on your <laughs> yeah. own grave there. I've got to wait until Drew Broughton next has, yeah. has, some, has a dodgy probably, curry yeah. <laughs> and you, didn't you like poison him? Is that the one? Is that the yes, that's yeah. one of oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. that yeah. bean that's been spilled? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the Drew Bro- the yeah. Drew Bro- poisoning scandal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We knew we all the big that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a neighbour's yeah. plot line. That, that, that is going to be on the EDP. That's a splash. Drew Broughton in poison. Everyone would be like, who? Yeah, hey. Drew, yeah. Drew, Drew, yeah, but his well, no, name spelled wrong, obviously. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one of the one of the parts of the job is is trying to find the summarizers and trying yeah. to pin them down, and they've all, you know they've got various different other responsibilities and trying to get them for games. Is all, but sometimes you can be. Because I guess there are thing. there are a few still in the air, like someone like Robert Fleck. And he he's sort of yeah, he's not, he's one of those that can understand a word he'd say. Well, some some footballers embrace the media and love yeah. it and, and some keep themselves to themselves and, and Flecky is one of those I think oh, we have had fun. him on a few times but he's yeah. not somebody who's, who's particularly comfortable I think doing it yeah. well, we get turned no out all the time let alone if you guys do <laughs> Christ <laughs> I mean I had to poison someone yeah. as we've already established <laughs> so. uh, right should we talk Man United go and, on then and then uh, play John's new song oh wow Ooh. I can't even wait for that yes I can <laughs> uh, well, yeah here we go Fucking get on with it. We'll get on. Oh, I better turn the mic on. That'd be a good idea. So, <laughs> hello. We're going to talk about Man United, who are at home, hence home and away. Yes. Oh, that's why I did it, is it? So, we're going to win, Dan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was disappointing to see Man City get stuffed by 
Who were they beaten by the weekend? Southampton. Southampton, because that would have put Man City almost out of reach of Man United. But now Man United can still get top four in Champions League. So they do have an incentive against Ooh. us, don't they? The Premier Ooh. League gods... Yeah, my phones are falling off. Just <laughs> the Premier League gods hate us. I've, I've worked that out. Because when the, um, the penalty was missed by, yeah, goodbye. by Crystal Palace... Yeah. Where are you going? Sorry? I thought you were going somewhere. That's my... <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we... They obviously, Sunderland scored their penalty. I thought, yeah. do you know what? They don't, want, they don't want us in. They don't want us in the league. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll get out of it. We'll get. We'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll move on. It did feel like that on Saturday, didn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. When, when <laughs> no, the, it didn't at that, all. The momentum that everyone well, yeah, brings against a, you. Yeah, yeah. That's that horrible M word that people talk about in sport. But yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, man, you must have commentated. Uh, on some big Man United games for us in yeah, yeah. 2005 etc does this feel the same? Uh, it, yeah well, when any how any time not- did you get a job as a journalist? <laughs> seriously <laughs> do, you, do, do you like commentating it? <laughs> sorry <laughs> I think any you know what Norwich City like any game that's in May is huge because we don't do mid-table so when, as soon as the calendar ticks over to May it's yeah. like here we go again we either need to stay up or, or go up and, and that's where we are again so yeah I, I think the, I, I, the Norfolk person in me always, always um, remember that when my granddad, who's no longer with us, but if Norwich were, if he was still going now, he, no matter how big the game is on Saturday, he wouldn't have gone to it because it's a twelve forty-five kickoff and that's his lunchtime on a Saturday. Oh, and he wasn't wow. missing his lunch for anybody, I like <laughs> and I think that puts things into perspective a little bit. Yeah, yeah I like know, that. Like, he was always like that, no matter what the game was. If it was, if it clashed with his lunch, then football. Even though he's a very keen season ticket holder, he's one of the main reasons that I got into football. Yeah. He's just like, no, no, that's how. Who do they think they are? Who do these <laughs> Sky TV think they are moving these games? Yeah. I'm not going. And Jake Humphrey's fault this time. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, but in terms of a stream, probably after. <laughs> now, well, after, yeah, after that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, it's a huge game, isn't it? I think. Um, what have we got? Then Watford in, in midweek. It's another one of those those weeks as an Norwich fan. Yeah, it's, it's all the emotion, terrifying. Yeah, all the emotions he went through during the playoffs last May. You're going to go through them again, two two home games, and, and we've got to get through those just to set it up for Everton. Because if Norwich are going to stay up, it, it's going to have to go down to the final day of the season. And we know how well that usually goes. <laughs> how was, uh, so you would have been commentating 2005? No, I was game? I was presenting our coverage okay. that day. Roy commentated on that game. Um, but I did do the the, the, the Chris Eaton win Houston over one, United, yeah. the, the Pilkington header. I yeah. did do that one. So and the season, oh, how, yeah, did, how, did, how did that I one end? Yeah, that's that one, one of the sort of landmark results. Yeah. The, the, that was in our 10-game unbeaten yes, run was, when we yeah. also beat Arsenal yeah. 1-0, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh. seems, every time I <laughs> utter that, those words, 10-game unbeaten run under Chris Eaton, it's just extraordinary. Uh, well, uh, well done to him as well if he does go up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He, was, he was a nice chap. He was. So there we are, ticked the box. He was a lovely fella. <laughs> that's, not, that's really not spilling a bean though, is it? No. Saying Chris Eaton's a nice chap. So that exactly. win in 2012, all the old Trafford win this season, what was, what oh, was the, the fun, old, most the old, fun to... The old Trafford one was because well, it, it, it was there. Um, yeah. Because you know all the the, the Darren Beckford pre match drama just uh, just added to it for us all. You know? <laughs> Darren Beckford drama, <laughs> and then yeah, and I think the, the the way that Norwich scored the goals in that game as well. Well, Tetty with his toe poke and Cameron Jerome mm. scoring despite putting it straight at the goalkeeper. It was it, it, it was one of those <laughs> where best finish of the season. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was mm. just it was one of those days. You, I'd, that's the first time I've ever seen Norwich win at Old Trafford. So yeah, you've. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> and uh, you must have got asked this a lot, so I'm going to ask you again. Because Simon Thomas wrote about it in Tales, the sort of being having the professional head on. I suppose a little bit easier for you because you don't have to be neutral particularly. No, but, but did you find it quite stressful? Sort of, or when, no, Wembley, no, just because you're you're right. Because we are Radio Norfolk, people always people tune into us and expect to hear everything told from a Norwich point of view. So. It's not so much bias because if Norwich aren't playing very well, then we say it. Yeah. But it's everything from the Norwich point of view, so you can get away with saying, "Come on, boys! Yeah. You know we want to win this today yeah. and on the ball, City, and giving it all that." But I'm, I'm, when when Redmond scored that second goal, I must admit I felt I got a real head rush from it. That's the only time it's ever happened when oh, we're commentating, wow. where you feel yourself literally go a bit dizzy. And yeah. you think, oh, I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to feel like I'm going to pass <laughs> that's out. About, that is a re- I've never I've, thought exactly yeah, how yeah. I felt. I've never, I, had, it. I've never, just, yeah, I've never yeah. had it for any other, you know. You lost your glasses, didn't you? The five I goals at Ipswich, you know, yeah. the Grant Holtz hat-trick against Ipswich, you yeah. get a big rush from it. But the the incredible surge inside, it was, a, I felt dizzy after Redmond's goal. Oh, and wow. I, it was, that was an that's extraordinary I, moment. Just, just think about it. I, you haven't had a chance to celebrate with... No, you're kind of... With, yeah. I must, there's a bit of hugging with... 
Robin, your co-commentator, is there? Jamie Curtin that day. Yeah, yeah. And he, Jamie Curtin, who dyed his hair green for the yeah, occasion. I, I don't know if you, you saw the pictures, yeah. but he must have used the cheapest, nastiest <laughs> hair dye because no, no sooner did he put our um, earphones on than the green hair dye. And it, uh, so we've got now a set of headphones that we take to every game that are still green, oh. <laughs> coloured by Jamie Curtin's hair dye <laughs> right. from Wembley. So it's a nice little memory yeah, of the day nice. that we've got. Uh, well, I, I t- it occurred to me when was the last time you sang on the Ball City? Oh. That's a good one. Not at a game. Yeah, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> do you, do it, you should break into it. If we stay up, last, last <laughs> game of the season, season, if you break into it, open your coverage with On the Ball City. <laughs> What's the eighth word of Norwich on the Ball City's chorus? Eighth word. Um, mm-hmm. Danger? Yeah. So he's too <laughs> oh, good, isn't he? Yeah. Simon Thomas got that wrong. Did he? Yeah. People do use city as two city words two. rather than two syllables. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. the trick, yeah. Steve. Yeah. Uh, Never works. Except <laughs> 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 for Simon Thomas. But, but yeah, that's that's when you get that. You, you're a fan inside and you're yeah. trying to oh. explain to people at home what's happened because <laughs> they can't see well, rather than just well, go blah, blah, yeah, blah. which I have done on several <laughs> occasions <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> well, this sounds really a rude thing to say and I don't mean it in a rude way but this is why you've said to the God, end God you're horrible no, <laughs> <laughs> but if I walk out now and take the sticker <laughs> album with me yeah. <laughs> The, the listening figures were up or down for Wembley because there were so many people in the ground. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. That, I don't know because um, without wishing to really bore you, mm. um, the, the way that radio audience figures are worked out, you can't pinpoint a specific time. But we we do know that it, clearly an away game for us is better than a home game because yeah. you've got you know, 25,000 of your potential audience are there watching the game course, yeah. and therefore don't really need a radio commentary of it. Whereas if the, the best ones for us, from a radio point of view, it's Norwich going for promotion in the championship so people can't get online streams of yeah. it yeah. a Tuesday night like last year do you remember they played Leeds away on a Tuesday night yeah. towards yeah. the end of the season from a, from a very selfish radio point of view that sort of thing is perfect for us a big game sure. away on a Tuesday night that nobody or very few people can get to is when we still get that the mm. biggest audience and yeah. there's, there's no way of telling you numbers on it but you can just tell by the number of texts and the number of calls and the number course, of, yeah. of reaction you're getting but understandably the Premier League means a lot of people are watching streams and, and going down the pub and whatever else yeah we don't That's, do that. do you get more people canary call or I suppose you, I mean you don't do canary I don't call, do so don't, it but um, yeah do you know if after a defeat or yeah, after I can a win tell you, yeah definitely if, if Norwich lose you know you can almost sit back if you're doing canary call because yeah. you know the switchboard's going to be God, full that's depressing if isn't they, it if they win then it sometimes it can be a bit yeah. of a stretch well, to it's the other way around for us. Yeah, I'll just say that it sounds yeah. a bit weird, but it's the other way around yeah. for us. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening things for podcasts. We get seven people when yeah. when, when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when Canericals immediate people on yeah. events. Whereas after right. that day, because I don't think I don't think Norwich it. fans watch Match of the Day when their team lose. No. I know I don't. No, so whereas a win, you want to relive it and relive it. Yeah. But you're right yeah. after a game. I was liking it to um, if you pick up your British Gas bill or whatever. They they don't have a number um, ring our praise hotline they? Yeah, yeah. They, have a, they have a complaints hotline and that's what people want to do they're more likely to respond when they're angry when yeah. they're frustrated when when people are pleased that's just what they expect to be so they don't they're not moved to ring a radio station yeah I guess because so, people don't want to read about no, no. I never read the paper reports after we've lost and stuff like that whereas if we've won then I devour all of it yeah the 3-2 was a good example of that actually yeah, the Newcastle one when yeah. we were staying up mm. yeah of course <laughs> remember that those heady days <laughs> yeah. and we haven't scored a goal since no that's depressing. You, was that, you tweeted that that feels like weeks ago. Was that a joke? Because yes. it is weeks ago. Yes, right. that was a joke. That's, that's a second. Was that a joke? Yes, that was a joke. Well, sometimes. Don't take anything I say seriously. I know you do those things just so people respond saying, well, it was weeks ago. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and people do. Right then. So, Manchester United score prediction and then? 2-0. Two 2-0-2. Nil. Two nil two. No, just 2-0. Okay. Not 2-0-2. Two two. I'm going to go 2-0 to Norwich. Okay. I've got a good feeling about it. Yeah. I think you know, there's, there's, there's going to be an atmosphere... There is. What, t- what time is the kickoff? Is it? Is it half past five? Is it twelve forty-five? That's yeah. rubbish. Yeah, really don't, don't turn up at five thirty. <laughs> yeah, I've done that far. Oh yeah, best to turn up at five thirty. <laughs> yeah. Chris, score prediction: it's going to be it's going to be two-two, and we're going to be it's going to be one of those horrible edge of the seat two-nil up. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. It's a, it, we, it, one of the teams is going to be two-nil up, and the other one's going to hit back. And I'm yeah. not quite sure which way it's going to be. I'd, I'd take that. I think a draw, and then a win against Watford, and that would that, that might, would take it down to the last. Day, I think it would. Yeah. It? Oh, so, have exciting. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I'm going to go and win for Norwich. Just because I've said for so long, we're going to do the double over them. I can't back down <laughs> now. But yeah, I think I think we'll win it. We play well against the big teams. I wrote about that. I think it's because we, we defend and we hit them on the break rather than just kind of trying to push the game forward like yeah. we did against Bournemouth and Watford and all in. Sort of Where are the goals teams. from? This is a, if we all agree this is one of the issues, who's, who's suddenly <laughs> going to step up? Oh, uh, well. well. That's an even harder question than knowing <laughs> whether we're going to stay up or not. 
Uh, Redmond. He's fine. He's going to click. <laughs> Redmond. Well, I thought score. he played really well yeah, against. He did. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they were two good saves from uh, Czech. I think the goals will either be supplied or scored by Redmond and Houlihan. It's out for a minute. Tony Andrew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he still at Rotherham? No, no, he's, he's with us. Yeah. Is he back with us? Yeah. He's with us. Oh, yeah. uh, I think him and, him and Vardis Adija have got season tickets. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah. You can buy golden gold tickets from him. Just, <laughs> just on the edge of the park. So, there we cool. go then. What a wonderful podcast. Thank you very Thank much, you Chris. Thank you so really much, Chris. of you to come and waste your time with us. <laughs> um, what are we doing in the end? What, what, we put on six iced buns. Yeah, I told not you not one to do it. being touched. Well, no, because you told the Drew Broughton poisoning story. I'm touching those. Yeah, there we go then. I'm doing the commentary on Saturday. So, here's a song that's coming up about the person that I've fallen in love with, Mr. Tim Closer. I don't think he's going to stay, but this will convince him to He'll stay. S- if we st- go down. Oh yeah, of course. Stay. Yeah. And if he d- that we don't go down, which we will, he's going to go. So there we go. Thank you very much, everyone. And I'll speak to you very soon. I'm sure Dan will speak to you very soon. And Chris won't speak to you very soon. Well, he will. Well, well, yeah, just maybe not here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come on again, Chris? A- Any time, yeah. So Chris is back next week with us. <laughs> there we go. All right, thank you very much. And I'll speak to you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. The championship is messy The football's not as good It must be said on my knees I beg I really think you should I know what you are thinking You hope that we will sell It might be grim But I'll tell you Tim There's positive as well You haven't been racially abused by Millwall at the den Or tried to spot the woman in a crowd of Rotherham men You haven't seen the blue seats in an empty Portman road You say the word promotion there they suddenly shoot their load Don't leave us Timmy you finally feel alive Who cares about the match the day you'll be on Channel 5 Don't leave us, Timmy You mustn't think it bleak Going to Wolves on a Tuesday night will liven up your week Wolverhampton is a lovely place I know you wouldn't want to stick around for two more years You'll never have the chance to say, oh that's where Burton is You haven't lived until you've seen the circus that is Leeds Bad decisions will blow your mind from championship referees So don't leave us, Timmy It just won't be the same Yeah, you could go on and then become a Norwich Hall of Famer Don't leave us, Timmy The best thing since Swiss cheese Your nose is on the piss You pull your hamstring when you sneeze You pull your hamstring when you sneeze a chance to witness more than two wins on the bounce You'll always hear your surname unbelievably mispronounced You've not seen Simon Thomas try his best to be impartial And if you leave we'll call you scum just like that Andy Marshall Don't leave us Timmy and throw us on the heap I know your wage is slashed in half but Norfolk's very cheap Don't leave us Timmy I feel that we've grown close That isn't a joke about your name I know you're not the one to blame I really hope you feel the same And play for us once again So don't leave us, Timmy And turn down each approach You'll see much more of England As you travel there by coach Don't leave us, Timmy I understand it's dull You think that Norwich smells of football Wait till you go to Hull Don't leave us, Timmy I'll throw a little You've only made the song and then it looked like Laurel and Harney Don't leave us, Timmy, I'll be your bestest friend Don't leave us with the same back for the same back for the same